WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Barrett Wynn, and it is Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. The COVID-19 Executive Steering Committee has announced the university's intention to move some testing tents indoors in preparation for colder weather. This will be updated on the list of on-campus testing sites as changes occur. Undergraduate students are still expected to test twice a week or three times if they might have a higher risk of exposure. Graduate students, faculty, and staff are expected to test once a week to receive results every seven days. Additionally, in a joint press conference on the Urbana-Champaign campus this Monday, United States Senator Dick Durbin and University of Illinois System President Tim Colleen publicized the costs of the university's COVID-19 testing regimen. Colleen placed a value of $20 to $25 on the supplies, collection, and processing of a single test. All told, the University of Illinois has spent over $300 million on regularly testing its student body since August. Each student is required at minimum to test twice weekly, while some individuals the university has deemed high risk have been asked to test more often. The university has said they remain committed to maintaining a safe environment on campus while retaining students as long as possible. The Breonna Taylor grand jury recordings will be released today, giving the public a look inside the trial after Brett Hankinson's indictment for wanton endangerment. Members of the grand jury felt as though their findings were misrepresented to the public, and the lawyer of an anonymous juror said that Attorney General Daniel Cameron did not inform the jurors as to what charges they should file against the officers. Additionally, the public has called for more transparency in grand jury trials, especially because grand juries rarely indict police officers. Releasing the recordings is an unprecedented move, and many experts favor it as grand jury critics feel outcomes are easily influenced by prosecutors. Kuwait's Amir, Sheikh Sabah al-Ahmad al-Jaber al-Sabah, passed away from natural causes this Tuesday at the age of 91. Before his ascension to the office of Amir in 2006, he had served as Kuwait's foreign minister for almost 40 years and remained connected to Arab politics as a philanthropist in the interim between his term as foreign minister and his rule as Amir. A longtime ally of U.S. interests in the region, Sheikh Sabah also coordinated closely with the U.S. and provided military support for both the Gulf and Iraq wars, as well as diplomatic backing for more humanitarian purposes. He was the 15th ruler in Kuwait's al-Sabah dynasty, and it is expected that he will be succeeded by his half-brother, Crown Prince Sheikh Nawaf al-Ahmad al-Sabah. And reporting on last night's presidential debates, we have WPGU's Justin Malone. President Donald Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden faced off in the first of four debates at Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland last night. The debate began with a question about the role of the president to nominate Supreme Court justices. The two candidates turned to personal attacks throughout the night, including the former vice president telling the president to, quote, shut up, forcing moderator Chris Wallace to rein in the frequent interruptions and bring order to the chaos. The president used much of his time to double down on remarks made throughout the past month. He continued to deny the New York Times report claiming he had paid only $750 in federal income tax the year he ran for president and similar amounts in subsequent years. Former Vice President Biden used his time to bash the president's response to COVID-19 and make promises about policy under his administration. The two were also deeply divided on climate change, as Biden called it a grave threat and Trump denied its existence. 
President Trump and Vice President Biden closed the debate discussing the president's recent refusal to commit to a peaceful transfer of power following the results of the election. The next debate will feature vice presidential candidates Kamala Harris and Mike Pence in Salt Lake City on Wednesday, October 7th at 8 p.m. Central. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. And that's the news for today. From WPGU News, I'm Barrett Wynn.